Hello, you've reached 911. I'm sorry that there's no one here to answer your emergency call. But leave a message and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Our estimated wait time is currently five days. I'm Donald Trump and I approve this message. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My name is Kathy Brox and this is What's the MOS? Mind of the Streets. Mind of the Holy Spirit, y'all. Amen. We the streets. The Holy Spirit is the mind of Christ. I know sometimes when we, you know what, before I get into that, because I was just about to go right in. Let's just thank God for this day. Amen. I thank you, Heavenly Father, Lord God, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, the praise. Which is why, Father God, we come to you, Lord God, through the shed blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. For we know, Lord God, that we cannot do anything without you. And we thank you for the provision of our salvation and for the Holy Spirit, our comforter. We thank you, Lord God, for leading us in the way to go. We thank you, Lord God, for leading us and giving us a way back to you through Jesus Christ. Father God, speak through me today, Lord God, that I may be an edification to all those that are listening. Amen. I thank you, Lord God, for saving every soul that is to be saved through LUTG Radio today. Amen. I thank you, Lord God, for all the advertisers, sponsors, and supporters of LUTG Radio. For you know, Lord God, that there are plenty out there that you want to bless by having them bless LUTG Radio. And I thank you, Lord God, that they receive your blessings. Everything that you wrote down for them in their books and more. For Jesus said, greater things than I shall you do because I go home to the Father. And I thank you, Lord God, for that greatness. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Glory to God. How many of you guys have ever wondered, now, what is the Holy Spirit? I know you ask yourself that because I've asked myself that very same thing, which is the point of the segment, what's the MOS? Now, originally you heard me ask, you know, what's the, uh, I'd say that the the MOS is um, the mind of the streets. Well, the mind of the streets is actually you because we are the salt of the earth and the streets is, you know, it's us. And so basically it's what's on our heart. In order to f- to determine what's on our heart, we got to determine what's on the heart of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a person. It's the mind of Christ. It's a person. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, three persons in one. And so we want to know what's on the heart of the Holy Spirit. Well, what's on the heart of the Holy Spirit, because he is 100% obedient to the Father, is what's on the heart of the Father. What are Jesus and Jehovah God conversing about? What's all in the Bible? And that's where we're going to take a look. We're going to take a look there. And so when um, I'm using the Bible Gateway app, and so when I look into and when I just do a little research on the Holy Spirit, the first thing I, I pull up is John fourteen twenty six, And it says, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, which is also called the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you. So hmm. it sounds like the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit is a gatekeeper. 
He's because a teacher is a gatekeeper. Isn't a teacher a gatekeeper? A teacher teaches you in the way to go, gives you information. A teacher gives you information, which makes them a gatekeeper. They cast away the things that are not true and bring in the things that are true. The Holy Spirit is your gatekeeper sent by God. Amen. And so when we go to, when we when we go over Oh, there's another let me go over to here. When we go over to 1 John chapter 2 verse 22, it says Actually, we're going to skip that one. Not that one yet. <laughs> I apologize. I was trying to get to Proverbs 19 verses 21 through 23. It says, many devices in a man's heart, nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. The desire of a man is kindness and a poor man is better than a liar. I did not mean to read that one first. All right. <laughs> I'm just okay. You know who the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit teaches you in a way to go. I'm going to go ahead and just cover this now because it keeps coming back to me. No matter how many times I try and skip it, it keeps coming back. So let's go back to the original one that I was going to read. What is a what is against God? This is what's against God. This is what's against the Holy Spirit. This is what the Holy Spirit is not. The Holy Spirit is not a liar. Now, Holy Spirit can get a person that is saved who is lying to repent. First John 2.22. Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? He is Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. Now, a person that lies continually and says the opposite of what God is saying through the Holy Spirit that will be a liar. Now I have come across people that have allowed sin in just a little, which is what God said, don't do. Because it will lead you and then you will begin to lead it. And so you don't want to do that. So don't even don't even succumb to what in the world we say, oh, a white lie, a black lie, a small lie, a big lie. It don't matter. A lie is a lie. When you tell an untruth, you become a liar. And when you say that Jesus is dead, you're lying. When you say that Jesus is not alive and he did not save, he did not get on the cross and his blood did not pay for other sins of man, you're lying because he did get on a cross. His blood did pay for the sins of man. He did defeat death, hell, and the grave. And he does love you. He hates sin, but he loves you. And I say that because, um, let me read this first. Proverbs 9. Proverbs 19, uh, 21 to 23 again says, There are many devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. The desire of a man is his kindness, and a poor man is better than a liar. The fear of the Lord tendeth to life, and he that hath it shall abide, shall abide 
satisfied. He shall not be visited with evil. The uh, Okay, so this is coming to mind because of the fivefold ministry. We want, when you, if you are saved, pray for your fivefold ministry. During this season of coronavirus and all these different plagues, bubonic plague trying to rear its head again, those are all lies of the devil telling you that you are not to be made whole, that your your healing and your safety and your security is unjust. That's a lie from the devil because God said that the blood of Jesus is more than enough. But the enemy is letting you is telling you that if you don't if you don't if you if you confess fear even once, that's room for him to get in. And he's trying to tell you, he's trying to convince you that the word of God is untrue. God said that we're to, uh, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So if you have power, love, and a sound mind, that means that you have a right to not be sick. That means your whole, your mind and your body has the right to be healthy and whole. It has that right. Confess that right. I do happen to believe, I don't believe that God made this plague. Do I believe that he allowed it? It's possible. He has, I'm wondering, because I know he's allowed certain things before, even though he wouldn't do it. Like he did with Job. Job's children were continually sinful, continually sinful, continually. They were continually sinful. And the devil went to and fro. You can go read the whole story yourself. And went into heaven. And, you know, God was like, have you considered my servant Job? Now, he knew Job was faithful. But his children, oh, my goodness. If there was something wicked to be done under the sun, they did it. And Job would offer up sacrifices and offerings for his children at every moment he could. But what he didn't do is let go and let God. When you pray for your children, don't put up new prayers. Put up supplications. Thank you, Lord, for my child is made righteous and just. They are saved in the name of Jesus. They are healed, delivered, and set free. I rebuke that oppression. Oppression comes on the the saved. Depression and possession i should say possession evil possession comes on the unsaved oppression is on the saved when they don't know when they don't confess the truth of god which is you are of a sound mind and a sound body so now salvation is for everyone Oh, Father, help me to remember what I'm saying. Salvation is for everyone. And because salvation is for everyone, you, even though you are not saved right now, because salvation is for everyone, you have a right to be made whole. You have a right to be healthy. Even though you in your present state right now are not saved, you have a right to be healthy because of the blood of Jesus. 
when we read when Jesus was on the cross, he was in between two men, two thieves. One believed and one did not. The one that said, remember me, he entered into glory. The one that said, ah, he right up on this cross here with us. He went to hell because he didn't believe. Which one are you? Which one are you? Are you the liar that stands on a cross next to Jesus, knowing what he's done in your community and still call him and still say he's a liar because he's on that cross? You heard the prophecy, you heard the word of what he had to do, and yet you you you're stuck in your own sorrow. You're like, Well, he in the same place that I am. No, he's not. You're here because of your sin. Because you were born into sin and you were born a sinner. He's there. He was there to take away your sin. He was there to pay the price for your sin. So they both men heard the word of God. They heard the testimonies of Jesus. One believed and one didn't. What does that have to do with the fivefold ministry? There are men and women in the pulpit that are preaching the Bible but do not believe it. They are getting their strength from men. They are not praying. They are praying to false gods. And they're telling people to not look at Jesus but to look at them as an example of righteousness. You are to, you walk out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Fear is reverence of the Lord. That tremble is of reverence unto the Lord God Almighty, never man. You are never to tremble before man. You are never to fear man, to be terrorized by man. You are to honor God in all your ways and your thoughts and your actions and your intent and your perceptions mind will emotions imagination consciousness all that that's the soul it is to honor the lord god jesus christ not man there jesus said and you can find us in the Bible. He says, be careful when you look in on people because you may find them talking about you and so man man through jesus is able to look in on other people by the spirit. People do it all the time. But here's the problem. Some people do it to their own satisfaction. And not to the honor of God. They do it to their own satisfaction. And not to the honor of God. For example. They'll, they'll look in on people to see. Are they cheating on their spouse? Uh, are they sinning? Ooh, I want to see them naked. Ooh, I want to know how much money they got because I want it. All kinds of crazy things that are sinful. All kinds of crazy. Now, if you if I'm lying, then go tell Jesus. If I'm lying, go tell Jesus. Because some of you and many of you know that I'm telling the truth. You know I'm telling the truth. If this is hitting you sore and sorrow, that means that maybe you need to repent. God wants God coming back for his bride. Jesus is coming for his bride and he wants his bride to be upright. 
So will you choose to stand upright? Pray for your leaders. Pray for the fivefold ministry. That the fivefold ministry, the leaders of the fivefold ministry are honoring God in everything that they do. I've known some preachers and some parts of the fivefold ministry to lie straight to God's face. Well, not to his face, but when God is talking to him, put it like this. They will wallow in their sorrows before God. And when you're wallowing in your sorrows, it is easy to bend what you know is the truth. Well, does God correct him? Yeah. He corrected Job. Yeah, he does. He corrected me. Sometimes, and he'll correct each and every one of us. When he corrects us, that's great. And I say, pray for your fivefold ministry. The correction comes when you hear the option of, hold on, wait a second. That wasn't exactly the truth. Hold on. Wait a minute. I added something to that. I shouldn't have added to that. Or, wait a minute. I took something away from that. I will always use myself as an example. I don't mind. It's better to use me as an example than to start calling out other people's names. I'm not saying I'm a liar. I'm just saying, I mean, sometimes I do lie because I shouldn't say I do lie. Sometimes when I'm talking to God, I want to make myself seem better in his eyes. And then I, I have to repent. So I stopped doing that. And I just started saying, okay, Lord. Peel me back like a banana. I'm saying it now. You know, I've said this before, but I'm I'm, say, I'm telling you what I say to him sometimes. Peel me back like a banana and reveal everything so I can look like you. And oftentimes it's a hurt that we're feeling. And some of you have had mega churches at one time. And now the churches are gone because you made wrong decisions. They've left because you told them to leave. You said, look at me, do as I do, and do what I say. Okay, you told them to leave, so they left. You told them to leave, so they left. So I'm asking you to pray for the fivefold ministry because sometimes they'll get up there and say, well, I don't need you. Hold on a second. God, God didn't tell you to tell them people to leave. He told you to tell them people to stand upright. Now, I ain't got nothing to do with what people do in their churches. I only care what you do concerning me. And sometimes when we're trying so hard to, to not be frustrated with the things we see and to get money, we get frustrated with the people that we're over. You ever gotten that way? Get frustrated with people at your job? They get on your nerves so bad you want to just start cursing them in the spirit? You want to pray against them? But then the Holy Spirit brings you back and goes, yo, man, don't pray against them. Pray for them. Pray for their blessing. Pray for their salvation. Pray for their benefit. I've been in that position. I've been in that position where people got on my nerves so bad, I had to pray for God to deliver them continually. They were just continual sinners and trying to draw me into that life. I've had pastors. Black, white, Spanish, you name it. I've had pastors to try and draw me into their sin. And I'm like, wait a minute. I thought pastors were supposed to be upright. They are. They hate your prayers. 
They still, they're still men. They're men. They're women. They still need your prayers. Pastors, teachers, preachers, evangelists, prophets, they still need your prayers. When they don't fully surrender themselves or when they step out of out of alignment with God for a family member, for a wife, for a child, for a best friend, for a member of their flock. When they look upon a person in lust, they've just turned away from God. You need to pray that they stick with God 100%, no matter what is happening, that they don't take an opportunity to sin. That includes looking in on people. That means that they they should absolutely say no to familiar spirits. Do what Jesus did concerning sin. Get behind me, Satan. I ain't got I ain't having nothing to do with you. I'm not listening to you. Kick those familiar spirits out of your pastor's lives, out of your life. Pray that your pastors, your fivefold ministry does not listen to familiar spirits because those familiar spirits are trying to kill your pastors. Trying to kill your fivefold ministry. Prophet pastors, teachers, preachers, prophets, evangelists, that those familiar spirits are sent to kill them. Because once they kill them, once they take hope out of their heart, once they convince them even a little bit that they are not righteous, they will begin to preach unrighteousness to you and you will take it to your house and your children will take it to school and so on and so forth. You'll take it to your jobs. And before you know it, instead of being judged for righteousness, you'll be judged for sin. If I'm lying, then go tell Jesus. Go tell him, and he'll give me correction. I'm at only I'm I'm not even accusing. Okay, well, I'm not I'm not I'm not putting my mouth on these pastors. I'm asking you to pray for them, and I say pastors because that's the first thing that comes to mind. But I'm talking about the whole fivefold ministry. I'm asking you to pray for the fivefold ministry because in this season of coronavirus, I watched some pastors who before this season of coronavirus came, they were boisterous. They were fervent. And do this and do that. And now it's, oh, you guys weary me. What? This is the fight now. This is the fight. Get in the fight. And so what I'm really hearing is, I've been teaching you for one year, for five years, for 10 years, for 20 years, for 30 years, for 40 years, and you are not strong yet. Your pastors are crying because you're not strong. All this time, they've been giving you thinking, well, what have I been preaching because my membership should look like me? And then they looked in the mirror of your eyes and thought, oh, my goodness, they are like me. So now they're asking themselves, did I add to the word of God or did I take away from the word of God? Did I not preach exactly what the Holy Spirit said? And now you got them wondering. You got them wondering. And you know what? I'm glad that they figured it out now. 
while they are yet living so now they can change it because as long as you are alive you can make a change pray for your five-fold ministry i don't care if you are new as a christian you have the ability to pray and your prayer is father in the name of jesus let your perfect will be done for the five-fold ministry you call them to be upright and just so let it be you call the lay people the members of the church to be upright and just so let it be we are like jesus we will do what jesus said in john 14 and 12 greater things than i shall you do because i go home to the father greater things the greatest plague jesus had to deal with was unbelief guess what coronavirus is unbelief you think you think that it's just in your lungs and your heart and your brain and all these other parts of the organs that are running out all kinds of things you know you know what the basis of coronavirus is sticky the basis of coronavirus is sticky sugar glucosamines or whatever you call it vulgar which is a yeast it's a it's women know this a yeast infection you know how sticky that stuff is sticky clumpy coronavirus parts of the coronavirus when you break down you read what the breakdown of it is one of the things in it is a yeast it's a sticky substance it's a sugary sticky substance it multiplies and attacks and diversifies you know what that is it's a lie it's saying that you have no right to be healed you have no right to be healthy and god says you have every right to be healthy of sound mind sound body you have the right to have faith jesus paid for that right coronavirus is testing your faith will you stand up and say i will not get sick i shall live and not die any disease or virus that touches my body dies instantly no evil shall befall me no plague shall come nigh my dwelling will you confess the word of god over you your family your your employer your pastors your doctors your teachers your preachers your nurses will you confess the word of god over the world you should absolutely should Because I am believing for this season of unbelief to be gone. I got things I want to do. I got people I want to see. And I know you got people you want to see. I want to finish the work of God. In the Bible, it says to lay hands on people. How can you lay hands if you can't touch them? We can send a word, but it says to send a word 
and to lay hands. How can you lay hands if the government is shutting down all the states and saying you can't go from state to state and the countries are shutting down saying we don't want Americans in there because, well, you're not washing your hands. Nasty. You know what I hear? I don't, I hear, I hear unfaithful. Unfaithful. Go ahead, believe. Unfaithful. No, God is saying, believe faith, have faith. In the book of Mark chapter 11, 22, it talks about believing before you pray. Believe that you have that thing before you pray. So I'm saying, why not believe? Confess the positive. Okay, the doctor gives you a report. You Now you know what it is. Rebuke that report. Rebuke that thing that the doctor is trying to let is in your body whether it's cancer, whether it's whatever, a common cold, coronavirus, whatever. Because you have the right to be whole. And Psalms 51 and 11, it says, Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. How many of y'all know that this person absolutely knew that the Holy Spirit is what was up the Holy Spirit is what is up we need the Lord we need Jesus we need God's understanding and we get that through the Holy Spirit Luke 4 and 1 and Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost Jesus being full of the mind of God returned from Jordan and he was led by the spirit into the wilderness. This is when he was being tempted by the devil. He was being tempted by the devil and he came through. He was being tempted by the devil and he came through. To God be the glory. Let's begin to say what Jesus says. Let's begin to say what Jesus says. And the word, the Holy Spirit, Jesus said what the Holy Spirit said. Anything that, anything that is just and true, that's going to come from God. And Luke 4 says, being 40 days tempted of the devil, being 40 days tempted of the devil, and in those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterward hungered. Can you imagine not eating for 40 days, but you got to listen to the devil speak lies for 40 days straight. And every day, your physical strength is weakening. You know what did not weaken? His mental strength. Because he had the mind of God. He had the he had the Holy Ghost with him. His mind did not weaken. He did not give in to temptation because he had the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we tempted for four seconds and we give in. Don't give in. Jesus was tempted for 40 days and did not surrender. 40 days with no food. You tempted four seconds, 
with a full belly and you give in. You give in to lust and temptation and a greed for money. We need money in this earth. That's how we operate currency. We need it. But when you got to kill a man to get a dollar, you don't need that dollar. You don't need that dollar. And the devil said unto him, if thou be the son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. So the next thing he's going to tell him, go ahead and take a piece of that. Well, see, Jesus is the bread. His body is the bread. What he was really trying to say to Jesus was exchange. You are just this nothing rock. You can do nothing. Exchange yourself. You are not the savior. Is what he was telling him to believe that this rock is bread because you will not be the bread of life. Man will not eat from you. You will not save man. Is what he was trying to convince him. You will not become the savior of the world. Here's the problem. He already was. In this earth, he was just walking it out. And Jesus answered him saying, it is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. What is every word of God? The mind of God, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit inspired the entire Holy Bible. The Holy Spirit is the mind of God. We need Jesus, we need his salvation, and we need the mind of God, the Holy Spirit. Pray for your fivefold ministry that they do not ignore the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. Pray that they do not trample people. Pray that the entire body of Christ surrenders to the Lord, that they put away hate and that they do not succumb to greed. That they don't succumb to any device of the devil. For the body of Christ is saved in the name of Jesus. And if you want something, all your needs have been provided. If you want something, ask God. Ask the Father in the name of Jesus. Ask him anything and he will give it to you. You ask according to his will. He will give it to you. And the devil taking him up into high mountains showed unto him all the kingdom of the world. In a moment of time, And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee and the glory of them for that and the glory of them for that is delivered unto me and to whomsoever I will give it. If thou therefore will worship me, all shall be thine. Now he wants to be Jesus' Lord. He's trying to get the throne again. See, if Jesus were to surrender to the devil, because he says he will get glory, he will give it unto him as he receives it he the only way that the devil can receive any kind of power is if he was to if jesus was to give it to him 
Jesus did not. Therefore, we should not. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. And he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and said unto him, If thou be the son of God, cast thyself down from hence. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee. And in their hands, they shall bear thee up. Lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. And Jesus answered, said unto him, it is said, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. And when the devil had ended all the temptation, he departed from him for a season. Jesus returned in the power of the spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he taught in the synagogues, being glorified of all. Now he went home and he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as he and as his custom was, he went into the synagogues on the Sabbath day and stood up for the read for to read. And there he delivered unto him and there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah's. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He that sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and gave it again to the minister and sat down and the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him and he began to say unto them this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears and all bear him witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth and they said is not this joseph's son and he said unto them Ye will surely say unto me this proverb, Physician, heal thyself whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum. Do also here in thy country. And he said, Verily I say unto you, No prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you, but I tell you of a truth. Many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months when great famine was throughout all the land. But unto none of them was Elias sent, save unto Sarepta, a city of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow. And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elias, the prophet, and none of them was cleansed, saying, Naaman the Syrian. And all they in the synagogue when they heard these things were filled with wrath and rose up and thrust him out of the city and led him unto the brow of the hill whereon their city was built that they might cast him down headlong. But he passing through the midst of them went his way. 
and came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath days. And they were astonished by at his doctrine, for his word was with power. And in the synagogue there was a man, which had a spirit of an unclean devil, and cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone, what have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who art who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace and come out of him. When the devil had thrown him in the midst, he came out of him and hurt him not. And there were all and they were all amazed, and spake among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with for with authority and power he commandeth the unclean spirits and they came out and the fame of him went out every place and went out into every place of the country round about glory to god glory to god glory to And he arose out of the synagogue and entered into Simon's house. And Simon's wife, wife's mother was taken with a great fever and they besought him for her. And he stood over her and rebuked the fever and it left her. And immediately she arose and ministered unto him. Now when the sun was setting, all they that had any sick with diverse diseases brought them unto him and he laid hands on every one of them and healed them and the devils also came out of many crying out and saying thou art christ the son of god and he rebuking them suffered them not to speak for they knew that he was christ and when when it and when it was day he departed and went into a desert place and the people sought him and came unto him and stayed with him that he should not depart from them. And he said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also for brethren for therefore am I sent. And he preached in the synagogues of Galilee. That there is the truth. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to now is the time to say yes to the Lord. Now is the time to give your heart to God for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I shouldn't even have to read that. I shouldn't even have to say that. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your savior, you want to be healed, delivered, set free, set free and forgiven of your sins. Repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. If you don't speak, you don't have words coming out of your mouth. Move your lips and hold your hand up. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up. Think it. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. 
Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart, I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly 100%. Make me a light in a dark place. From this And from this day forward, I will leave this place and share you with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with evidence of speaking in tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen, amen, amen. Congratulations, you just got saved. Read your Bible every day. Tell somebody how you got saved and speak healing to your body. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke sickness in my body and receive healing to my body. In the name of Jesus, when you're praying for somebody else, I rebuke sickness in your body and I speak healing to your whole body. Be healed now. Amen. You may feel a little bit of healing. You still feel some pain. Say it again. Amen. Jesus loves you, beloved, and so do I. Healing is yours. Salvation is yours. WKKP Digital Broadcasting. LUTGradio.com. Hello. You've reached 911. I'm sorry that there's no one here to answer your emergency call, but leave a message and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Our estimated wait time is currently five days. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. The Hudson family has four kids and two options for a new home. Number one checks a lot of boxes. It's big, close to work. Private tennis court. Number two was kind of cramped, and that old barn was clearly haunted. But it has one gig internet with AT&T fiber, so plenty of bandwidth and unlimited data for us to stream 4K movies while Billy games. Tina video chats, and Andrew and Maddie can do homework. HBO Max. Good point, Ghost. AT&T Fiber comes with HBO Max included. Looks like the Hudsons are bypassing the commuter's paradise to go with one gig internet with AT&T Fiber. And a fun new guest. Get super fast entertainment-grade internet with AT&T Fiber. Now with unlimited data included. Find out how to get one gig internet for $39.99 a month for a year when bundled. Limited availability may not be in your area. Call 1-877-ONLY-ATT. Download max typically 940 megabits per second. Speeds not guaranteed and vary. $10 per month equipment fee applies. Compatible device and online account registration required for HBO Max access. New residential AT&T Fiber customers only. Other charges and restrictions apply. Visit att.com slash getfiber for details. Hudson family has four kids and two options for a new home. Number one checks a lot of boxes. It's big, close to work. Private tennis court. Number two was kind of cramped, and that old barn was clearly haunted. But it has one gig internet with AT&T Fiber, so plenty of bandwidth and unlimited data for us to stream 4K movies while Billy games. Tina video chats, and Andrew and Maddie can do homework. HBO Max. Good point, Ghost. AT&T Fiber comes with HBO Max included. Looks like the Hudsons are bypassing the commuter's paradise to go with one gig internet with AT&T Fiber. And a fun new guest. Get super fast entertainment-grade internet with AT&T Fiber. Now with unlimited data included. Find out how to get one gig internet for $39.99 a month for a year when bundled. Limited availability may not be in your area. Call 1-877-ONLY-ATT. Download Max typically 940 megabits per second. Speeds not guaranteed and vary. $10 per month equipment fee applies. Compatible device and online account registration required for HBO Max access. New residential AT&T Fiber customers only. Other charges and restrictions apply. Visit att.com slash get fiber for details.